today is the Battle of the Batmans, and I am arguing for Batfleck. How far will that get me? What's up, Story Geeks? On today's podcast, Michael Gordon from the ESO Network and from the comic Tiki Zombie joins Justin Weaver, Sandra Demas, and me, Jay Shear, to battle it out, have a nerd fight over who's the best Batman. Justin will be arguing on behalf of Christian Bale. Sandra will be arguing on behalf of Adam West from the 66 Batman TV series. And I will be arguing for Ben Affleck. To hear more Story Geeks and their opinions about who's the best Batman, like blogs from Ashley and Anthony, or to share your own thoughts with us on who your favorite Batman is, head on over to thestorygeeks.com. While you're there, we'd love it if you become a supporter. If you support the Story Geeks on Patreon, you'll get access to all of our premium content, including aftercasts and audiobooks. On today's aftercasts, Mike Gordon, our moderator for today, will be giving us his thoughts on the best Batman. Become a premium supporter and unlock access to that premium content right now. Thanks for listening in. The Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. Hey, Story Geeks. It's Marianne Holland, board chair for the Reclamation Society. Really quick before the team jumps into the podcast, I want to let you know about a brand new web series called Confessions from the Friend Zone. This comedy follows the lovable and nerdy Angelique as she tries to escape the friend zone by using advice found on the internet. Confessions is a story written and directed by women that features a diverse cast and crew. You can join in and learn more about this project and why we think it's so important by clicking the link in the show notes or by visiting the Story Geeks Facebook group. And maybe this is your chance to find out exactly what Chewbacca can do for your love life. Alright, it's nerd fight time. Let's talk about who's the best Batman. It's Batfleck. All right, we're gonna get to this best Batman argument. I, I am I'm looking forward to this, and I'm really stoked because we have an amazing moderator for tonight. Daryl, uh, unfortunately, is very sick, but we we have a fantastic fill-in, Mike Gordon from the ESO Network. Mike, how you doing? Howdy. Happy to be here. I, I'm sorry that it's under circumstances where Daryl's out of uh, commission, but uh, I am happy to fill in. Yes, we're we are very happy to have you. Uh, so the rules of this, uh, well, by the way, we have Justin. Hello. Yes. Greetings. <laughs> and Sandra. Hello. Um, it was going to be all four hosts we're going to host tonight, but, uh, but Daryl, Daryl got sick. So we called in, we called in our best, uh, Daryl substitute. Um, <laughs> no pressure, <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. Uh, so tonight is a nerd fight, which means that we are all going to be arguing for a specific points. And in this case, we're arguing for the best Batman. Ooh. So just, Ju- Justin, who's your, who's, who are you arguing on behalf of? I'm arguing that Christian Bale's portrayal of Batman is the best. Oh, that's going to be hard to beat, Sandra. <laughs> well, I think it's important to say that we are not including Kevin Conroy in this. Yes, we're not including yeah. Kevin Conroy. That's really important because Mike, actually, before we started the show, brought that up is Kevin Conroy wins. Yes. And it that's does. probably true, why, why, which is why no one can <laughs> and I think argue that, for him. I think we all win just because <laughs> Kevin Conroy yeah. did portray Batman. I think you're Batman. right. I yeah. think you're exactly right. <laughs> Fair enough. And Sandra, who are you arguing for? I am arguing for my first, Adam West. Oh, uh, yes, Adam West, the classic, mm-hmm. the classic 66 Batman. And I will be over here arguing for the man who just put down the mantle, Ben Affleck. 
Mm. Batflick. Batflick. <laughs> so having said that, we're going to have three different rounds. Um, we will uh, basically each be able to present an argument uh, on behalf of our Batman. And uh, then we'll also be able to rebut the other two people um, with their points. So we have point, counterpoint. And then Mr. Mike Gordon will award points. He'll reward two points to the person he thinks had the best argument and one point to the person he thinks had the second best argument and zero points at all to the person with the third best <laughs> argument. <laughs> Just a sad trumpet. Oh. Just a sad, yeah. Wah, wah. Um, and we're going to do three rounds of that. So we'll do three rounds of that. And then uh, after three rounds, two of the competitors, or sorry, one of the competitors, the lowest scoring competitor will be eliminated. And that will move us into the moderator round, wherein Mike Gordon will ask a last moderator question. And those two people will have to answer it. And Mike will choose the winner from there. As always, you can always vote in our Facebook group for the person that you thought won. Um, but this will be the way we do it. Are you guys Are you guys ready for this? Ready to throw down. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra already punched Justin in the face on the way into the studio, so it is very contentious. And, and there's no way to prove it on a podcast. Right. I can't say, look, look what you did. No. Just, uh, I know. It's just the pain in your voice. <laughs> and, and, I, and I know that you all can't see me, but just know that I am silently judging you. Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Actually, it's like the it's like being in the geek seat all over again. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike, before we get started, Mike, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about uh, like what you're associated with and what you're up to these days? Uh, Well, I am a writer, publisher, and uh, also a podcaster. Uh, I am a a co-host on the Earth Station One uh, weekly podcast and uh, part of the ESO network. Uh, I dabble in a lot of other. Podcasts and of course I I have my writing of uh, the uh, most uh, popular I think of which or most common that people know me from is uh, Tiki Zombie which has been going on for over four years five years now wow okay nice. so um, so yeah and I'm a huge Batman fan so uh, there are um, yes Batman is a character that I've followed since I can remember. Uh, I have followed every incarnation of him. I've read the comics. I've done so. Uh, yeah, so I I know my Batman. So um, and I also in my head, I'm just gonna have to sort of forget the pros and cons of each that I have personally. So that's gonna be probably the most difficult part of this. But um, I am very eager. I think all of them have uh, pluses to them. So I'm kind of eager to see what uh, you guys come up with. Ah, excellent. That sounds it sounds like we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might get we might get bloodied up in the process, but we are gonna have lots and lots of fun. Um so I'm gonna hand over the reins to Mike and Mike will lead us through this nerd fight. You guys ready? Yeah. I'm ready. All right. All right. Well we're gonna start where I all began as far as the live action goes in terms of the sixties. We're gonna go back to the sixties. Sandra, this is your first you go first. All right. Well, first of all, I am nervous, but I will say I have loved Adam West since I was a kid and I would catch all of the reruns on TV. I just fell in love with this show. I think Adam West as Batman is superior. I think what he does as Batman, he brings this tongue in cheek style. We have three seasons worth of villains. Um, it's full of just colorful, over-the-top hijinks. It's totally surreal. It kind of makes fun of itself, but not um, to the point where 
I think it's degrading. I think what um, West brings to his Batman, he can say things with a straight face, things like some days you just can't get rid of the bomb. And uh, he, <laughs> you know, I mean, but he, he delivers it with a straight face. And um, he's he is truly a hero, even in the small ways. Like I was watching some episodes recently where um, Catwoman is about to make a phone call and he makes sure that the people whose phone she's calling from that that they get paid a dime so that <laughs> they <laughs> they don't get billed um so he's truly a hero um i think he is being um selfless in fighting crime and we see that that is uh, he actually enjoys it you know he enjoys fighting crime he he enjoys um seeing that justice is served and we see him as very intelligent as well he is like that detective he is very smart he's talking about um the different technology and different uh advances that they have um also he's like in one episode he's a lawyer you know he's serving as a lawyer but in costume i know it just sounds crazy but in that world it made sense <laughs> to everyone in that world it wasn't weird for us as the viewer it's weird but for everyone in that world it made sense that Batman was wearing, you know, tropical shorts as he was surfing. <laughs> um, all of that made sense in that world. And what we see, not only Adam West and Burt Ward, but we also see players like Burgess Meredith, um, Cesar Romero, Julie Newmar. My favorite Catwoman is Eartha Kitt. Um, we also see Vincent Price, Liberace. Just to think of that cast of people who came in um came onto that show is pretty spectacular. And then we also see probably one of the first crossovers with the Green Hornet and Kato played by Bruce Lee, which is, wow. I, I mean, pretty spectacular. Um, I didn't know that Bruce Lee was on that he show. He was. Yeah. But okay. I mean, even to think of like one of the first, if not the first crossover. Yeah. Um, that is has a lot to do like that's the beginning of the legacy right of all these crossovers that we see now and batman for that time i mean i know it was like l obviously a lower budget we have practical effects versus all of these crazy special effects that you know we're spoiled with now so they had to make do with so much less even in the third season how things were so stripped down um but batman had pretty fantastic gadgets um, amazing fight scenes and I know we kind of laugh at them now but they were 100% tension building for the viewer we didn't know is he going to make it will he fall over that cliff we don't know stay tuned till next week um, yeah I was reading an article too where um, it refers to Batman 66 as having less in jokes less forced edginess less maze like continuity and I thought well, that's really interesting to, to view it that way that this Batman, even though we might think, okay, the Bat Batusi is kooky and it's wild, but in that world, again, it made sense and it was completely surreal um, and it wasn't poking fun of itself. Um, and, you know, we see a lot of that same humor, like the Batusi, we might say that's ridiculous, like Batman dancing, but we all enjoyed it when Chris Pratt did it in Guardians of the Galaxy. So some of those devices that they had in Batman 66, we see them playing out in these newer films that have, yes, like bigger budgets, better technology, but for what, for that time, Batman 66 and Adam West, that's the best Batman.
So, how many points did you make? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shoot. It was like 30 <laughs> points. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have, the, like, like how, how many, like, do you have them divided up into? I have it divided up into the pros for um, Adam West as best Batman and yeah. Adam West as best. Um, Bruce Wayne. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Th- then you have a third point, too. Well, I'm not there yet. No, no, I know, I know, I know. I just, I'm just, I'm just. I, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I, it's not my turn yet. So. All right. It's not my turn yet. So, so yeah, so uh, yeah, to streamline your first argument, it would be. Yeah. What would be the the point? Like the the that first driving home point. Oh my gosh, I think Adam West Batman was important to the legacy of DC and for all future DC films and Marvel as well. Um jeez. Okay, so the 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 I think the 66 Batman was important to the full legacy of Batman to to proceed in the future. Mm. There's just so much more I can say. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I think okay, forgetting legacy. Editor's note. Sorry, Daryl. What I what I think the single point that makes Adam West the best Batman is that I feel like he was absolutely serious in his role mm. of fighting crime, of mm. being um, being a true hero, and it being completely surreal, like this comic book world, just wild. Mm. So he's he's a he's a hero in a in a wild and crazy context. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah. still works. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. It, it's difficult. It is really. I mean, when you're looking at, uh, I understand it's difficult when you're looking at something that's so, uh, you've got um, something that has so many aspects to it. It's mm-hmm. kind of difficult to just whittle it down to, you know, just uh, one thing. But, uh, but okay. So, but we've heard that. So we've heard, we've, we're now out of the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and Justin, it is your turn. So heading right into the early two thousands, um, <laughs> staying on the vein of Batman being a hero, I think that Christian Bale depicts the selflessness and the sacrificing that I want to see in any hero, over and over. And I think I feel it in his character as a real consequence of what he's doing more than I have in any other superhero movie and more than I have in any other Batman adaptation. Um, He uh, talks about it's not who you are underneath, but what you do that defines you. And he does a lot to um, sacrifice himself for the better of others to uh, even make the name of Bruce Wayne a little bit of a joke um, to play the playboy and make everyone underestimate him as just the billionaire up on a hill that hangs out with all the girls and buys whatever he wants so that no one will suspect that he is this masked vigilante. So he's even taking one for the team socially and in the media. Um, And when Rachel realizes who he is, he continues to sacrifice that potential relationship because of the greater good of Gotham. Um, And at the end of The Dark Knight, there's that 
um, somewhat convoluted line about how Batman is the hero that Gotham needs, but not the one that <laughs> they deserve. Um, and he takes the fall for everything that Two-Face does. Um, so there is just constant sacrifice. And then at the end of The Dark Knight Rises, um, he uh, flies away with the bomb. And uh, that doesn't end up being as much of a sacrifice as it at first appeared to be. But constant sacrifice. And I think that that basic element of putting others ahead of yourself is one of the things we've talked about as what describes a hero. And I believe that Christian Bale's Batman demonstrates that over and over more clearly than any other depiction of Batman. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. All right. That's, uh, man, this is going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we always say after every argument. We love all these things. How do we choose? It's tough. And then, you know, to just sort of like, you know, like forget your own, you know, my own uh, feelings. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, raise some good points. So, um, and and both uh, Sandra and, and, and Justin have mentioned Batman and a bomb. So, um, yeah. so that's cool. Um, yeah. Jay, I don't think you have that option, but. Uh, no. <laughs> I have Batman and machine guns. <laughs> Does that count? But uh, so um, yeah, if you are ready, I am ready. I am ready. Uh, so I am choosing the newest Batman. Sadly, uh, by the way, this is actually my favorite Batman. So sometimes I'm arguing things on this show that I don't actually think are the best things, <laughs> but we do it for fun. In lies. this case, yeah, it's a throne of lies that I sit on half the time. But tonight, that's not true. Tonight, uh, Affleck is actually my favorite Batman. Uh, my third reason for that is because I believe that uh, Batflick, Ben Affleck as Batman, is the most like the Batman from my favorite, dare I say, the best Batman comics. So Batman, in my opinion, the best Batman is very different from his counterpoint in Metropolis. He is not the guy who wants to trust everyone around him. He's not the guy who wants to believe in the betterment of a society through uh, sympathy or empathy. He is somebody who believes in bringing the criminal element to justice uh, by if he has to, beating it out of them. <laughs> so I like the grizzled veteran that we see in the Batfleck Batman, the one who sees an alien show up and instantly says, yeah, everyone thinks this guy could be God, but he also could be the devil. And so we have to do something about that. Um, I think that Batman in this case, uh, the way that he's portrayed here uh, in BVS and unfortunately Justice League, uh, that's the worst. Uh, but uh, I think that he's portrayed as we've seen Batman in The Long Halloween, The Dark Knight Returns, even elements of Hush, the Batman who has seen a lot and he's almost seen too much and it's almost broken him, but he's still out for the good fight and he's still out to take care of business when he needs to. Uh, and he's carrying the weight of Gotham on his shoulders and I think Ben Affleck covers that really, really well. Wow. Okay. So it's just so like you just got to take it in and go, yeah, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Being a moderator is the best and the worst. Is what yeah. being. And well, the nice and thing is, you have the final say. Right. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, and uh, I guess, yeah, uh, Jay's a little bit under a handicap because his Batman is the one that we've seen the least of. So yeah, exactly. Uh, only in and three, one of the like, movies he's in is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like he's in he's in three movies, right? So he's yeah. in. Three movies? Yeah, he shows up in, he's in Suicide BBS, Squad. Yes, Justice League, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. He has like okay, so you lose a point for not knowing that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, 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 uh, I do lose a point there. <laughs> All right, so now we start with rebuttals. So, uh, Senator, we'll go back to you, and uh, yes, you can uh, rebut the other two arguments. All right. So, to Batflick. I would ask, where is his moral compass? He's using guns. He's ready to kill Superman for no real reason that if he had just had a conversation with him, could have resolved the <laughs> issue, you know? Just talk, talk to the out? guy. We can yeah. talk it out. I mean, just to find out that he's not evil, right? But he's so angry to the point that he's ineffective. And Wonder Woman manages to steal from the world's greatest detective? I mean, I don't know. He's better than that. Um, so for Bale, first of all, the voice, the voice. I mean, first and foremost, you want your superhero to be understood. Right? <laughs> so just from a viewer perspective, the voice was a bit much. Are we talking um, about Bane or Batman at this point? Well, uh, honestly, <laughs> oh, okay. at, at that point, I'm we'll like, get there. oh. We'll get there. When we got to uh, Bane, I'm like, oh, well, I guess they made Bale look better. <laughs> but. He's completely overshadowed by the Joker, mm. and he again he does have an issue with with um, his morals, but not to the degree I think as Batflick. Um, but overall, you know, he's just a dull bully. <laughs> 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 and with with uh, West, we see that he's actually enjoying fighting crime. Um, that is his heart's desire, if we could call it that. Um, he ultimately wants to seek justice without necessarily shooting people um, with machine guns um, and you know he doesn't seem like he's holding a grudge like what what he's been through has led him to the point of just wanting to always seek justice and he's not mm. overshadowed by his villains interesting okay Justin how do you answer that I am going to answer this with the Goldilocks argument. <laughs> Is he just right? <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to say that uh, your Batman is a little too light. Uh, your Batman's a little too dark and my Batman is just right um, so I mean that's fundamentally what it comes down to for me that uh, the uh, Batman that Christian Bale portrays uh, there are elements of humor there are elements of action there are elements of mystery and intrigue and romance and then there's also uh, darker elements there's different themes going on um, I feel like we get to go on uh, a journey with him through despair and disillusionment uh, as a well-rounded character um, but there is still that a little bit of joy and a little bit of hope that he's doing this for the right reasons and it ends uh you know with him getting the girl to a certain extent which you know wasn't really the point of any of that trilogy to you know <laughs> but uh but it, it shows that 
I don't know, there's a place that he was able to go to after going to the dark place of being the Batman uh, and come back as a what seems like a whole person. So, yeah. Mm. The Goldilocks argument. I, I just like that hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Goldilocks argument. Hashtag Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and last but certainly not least, Jay. It might be least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I think, Sandra, you talked a lot about um, this Batman that was setting us up for future Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even as a kid, when I go back to thinking about this series, even when I was a kid, um, even as a kid, I couldn't get past some of the kookiness. You talked oh, about really? kookiness? Oh, yeah. Some of the kookiness was just like, it's it's one thing to be like, okay, we're going to jump in here and it's going to be kind of ridiculous and there's going to be these ridiculous costumes. But you said it. He's wearing trunks when he goes swimming. Yeah. He's literally <laughs> dancing in an episode. Uh, and not so is Star Lord. So is Star Lord. <laughs> yeah, but that Star Lord is that's with his character. That's in alignment with his character. This Batman and his dancing and his shark repellent, it just gets too kooky. I don't mind a little kooky in the Batman, but too much kookiness creates a different character for me. Mm-hmm. And so I have a hard time with that. Because I love Batman so much that when it goes over the top, it's a little bit too much. So that's my rebuttal for uh for Sandra's comment. Justin Here's the problem with making the Batman is a superhero super argument. That's Superman. So <laughs> when we want to see the Boy Scout, we want to see Superman. We don't want to see Batman. I feel like the, one of the elements of Batman that makes Batman special is this question of how far should he be going? And he's sometimes he's too grizzled and he's maybe pushing it a little farther than he should. And sometimes he's kind of more of a Nightwing kind of character where he's he's ramped it back a little bit. But the whole thing we want to see with Batman is not a Boy Scout. We want to see a dude who is wondering where that line is. So that's my rebuttal for Justin. Okay. Wow. So now I got to sift through all that. Um, it's uh, you guys all made really really good points. Um, so this is difficult. Um, and it's what makes it really difficult is if there was a, if there was one definition, clean definition of who Batman is, then it would be easy, right? Cause you'd just be like, oh, well that's, you know, that's this actor's doing it and this actor's not doing it. But there's so many different interpretations and, uh, versions of Batman. And it all depends on what your, I mean, a lot depends on what your, uh, what you think of when you think of Batman. Um, I don't know how I should do this in terms of uh, awarding points as far as who I should name zero, like zero, one, two. Yeah, so yeah, name with, zero first. So, so I said I start with zero first? Or actually, maybe maybe start with one first, then go two, and then we'll just kind of know who the zero <laughs> is. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, all right, so I'll do the one point first, right? So as far as the one point goes, I'm going to give that to Sandra. Yay! Uh, The point that she made that I thought that really hit for me, and she said it a few times, was that uh, Batman, this is a Batman that fits in with this world that they've created. Um, And for, um, for this world, that, like, you couldn't put... Christian Bale in that world it just wouldn't work you couldn't put Mm -hmm. like you couldn't put any like hardly any other actors into that world and make it work 
So um, Adam West did that and did that as good as you can do it. Um, uh, so uh, I, I like that argument uh, that uh, that for this world, that like is the perfect Batman for that world. Um, and then uh, I'm also uh, so that gives us down to like, OK, so now we're between Justin and Jay. Um, <laughs> Start to the J. I already guessing. feel bad about this. <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> well, and I got, I got to tell you, Jay, the one thing I mean, you did make a decent point about Batfleck being um, uh, a Batman that matches a lot of the comic Batman. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So however, that's only like the recent era. It's like true. you it's look true. at like the Adam West during the sixties, that was pretty much the way Batman was being written then. Um, and the <laughs> same thing I would say with, uh, um, with Bale, you know, I mean, it gets a little difficult because like I said, there's no many, so many different interpretations of the character. Well, it also, it changes with generations and we're talking about three different generations of Batman. So, yeah. Um, so I think that while, yes, currently, I think Affleck is the Batman that we get that matches what's in the books and the current books, or maybe even the books over the last, we'll say, 15, 20 years. I certainly don't think that applies to the 40s or the, you know, 60s or whatever. So and then plus, I mean, I can't go against. I can't go against the Goldilocks argument. I mean, that's right? just solid. Yeah, I yeah. created a hashtag yeah. for my argument. Oh my god! So, yeah. so yeah. So Justin gets the two. Nice. Thank so. you, sir. Poor, poor Batfleck. So. <laughs> just <laughs> kick him while he's down. It's that gift where it's like. Well, like I said, he thing. you know he does have a he does have a little bit of handicap going into the fight. So yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, but you know this is only the first round. So there's still plenty so there's more of more zeros to get. There's still, <laughs> there's still plenty of fight left. So all right. So now we will go to round two, and and Justin, what is your uh, argument uh, for Bale uh, in this case? I think that this Batman, Christian Bale, lives in the most well-rounded, fleshed-out world. Um, I loved the justification and internal story logic of where does all this tech come from? Oh, of course, Wayne Enterprises would have an R&D area that they have just mothballed a bunch of experimental technology and he would be one of the only people that have access to it. I love that he has a cowl that um, he ordered overseas in huge mass quantities to make it seem like there isn't, you know, this isn't being used for just one guy, um, that he separated the pieces to further hide it. Um, and then just things that you wouldn't know unless you watch the special features, but they invented a martial arts style. They invented a martial art for this movie. It's called Casey. And if you watch some of the special features or just pay close attention to some of the incredible choreography in the fight scenes, um, there is a basic fighting stance of having your hands behind your head and swinging your elbows wildly. And it sounds really <laughs> sloppy and silly when you say it that way, but it is brutal to watch it on screen. Uh, so just finding the logic and the fleshed out world and uh even the work that the production team in that sense did to how would someone fight 
multiple people close quarters. Um, and Batman Begins ends with, um, uh, I think it's Batman Begins ends with Wayne Manor burning down. Um, and they decide to rebuild it, but do some work in the foundation, you know, and, you know, <laughs> build the uh, Batcave that way with total justification for how someone could get work like that done by reinforcing the foundation. So I am just going to say that the fleshed out world between the tech, the martial arts, and the story logic of where the Batcave and everything could come from. I I love it. Okay. All right. Jay, you're next. All right. So from world building to just more of single shots. So I want to draw your guys' attention to two different parts of the uh, Batfleck era that I believe are two of the best uh, examples of Batman in film. The one comes from, an, a, quite frankly, uh, a film that I strongly dislike, um, which is Justice League. I know, I know, Mike, you like Justice League, right? I do. I, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I, I think like is a good a good word there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but but yes. Uh, and and I'm not like I'm not super against it, but one of the coolest shots in Justice League is when Batman is is uh, basically repelling from the rock face and he swings across in this giant kick. And it looks like it just, the, the page of a comic book just came to life in this gorgeous shot. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is a Zack Snyder shot and it is absolutely beautiful. So I love that shot. I think it's the best uh, basically shot of Batman that I have seen uh, on film um, or on TV. <laughs> and uh, so there's that. But the other scene that I want to point you guys to is, in my opinion, the best Batman scene uh, in the history of cinema as well. And this is a longer scene, so it's not just one shot, but it is the uh, it's near the opening of BVS when we first see Ben Affleck as Batman. He the two cops walk down into the underground area where the women are behind bars and they're being they're about to be trafficked and they go to let the women out and the women say nope we want to stay where we are because we're protected from that thing and they go what thing and then they turn and batman is up in the rafters and it is filmed almost like a like a noir like a horror noir mm -hmm. and the piece of filmmaking that that is and the kind of batman that they're trying to portray and pulling that off in that scene sets up the entire Batman mythology all that you need to know is right there in that scene and sets up Batman's character for the rest of it and I just felt like it was such an amazing scene and filmed so beautifully and uh we had we had Ben Affleck uh in that in that in those two in those two shots okay all right man this just doesn't get any easier as we go on does it <laughs> <laughs> all right Sandra finish it up this round I will say that Adam West is the most well-rounded Batman Bruce Wayne. I think I've already said a bunch about how he portrayed Batman, but how he portrayed Bruce Wayne, I feel like he was that smooth talker. He was that playboy, you know, almost like a Tony Stark. Um, he was very smooth talking. He's, you know, quoting poetry and he released his own song in character. Um, and he was much smoother than the other like 
Ben Affleck and Christian Bale in portraying Bruce Wayne. I feel like he played that serious. He played that. He was still always an intelligent man, a rich man, a, you know, a flirty man. He was all of those things. He didn't diminish himself or withhold anything of who he was except for his secret identity. But he um, he was wholly himself as opposed to some of the other Batmans who diminished their um, part of themselves to maybe throw people off. He didn't do that. He was wholly Bruce Wayne and he was wholly Batman. Holy Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well nice. done. Nice. That's a point that right there. That was my yeah, That's a point right there. Uh. Wow. That was, uh, I love the pun. I love the pun. All right. Now it's rebut time. All right, Jay. When we have to start looking at specific shots, man, uh, that we're we're hurting for examples. Yeah. Oh, I, no. I, I, I'm trying to think a little bigger picture here because I mean, there there's some uh, incredible cinematography uh, that comes out of the Christian Bale trilogy. I, I will be mentioning Mr. Wally Fister again a little bit later, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. I I love that there are moments in that that uh, you are gravitating toward and uh, that you appreciate, and I think that's wonderful. Um, And I think I'm just arguing a little bit bigger, but (laughs) so that's not so much a rebuttal. It's just it's just there. Um, And Sandra, I think uh, I love that Adam West maintained uh, his character integrity of being. Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, so I guess it's not even uh, specifically a rebuttal, I guess. I just, I valued so much the sacrifice that he had to give up something to be Batman that I think that character feels a little less compelling to me when it's the he can have his cake and eat it too kind of a mentality. Yeah. Um, so I like that there's stakes and a cost for Christian Bale that it doesn't seem are. Uh, as present for Adam West. Yeah. All right. Jay? Justin is always <laughs> the most <laughs> diplomatic, <laughs> nicest <He is>. rebuttals <laughs> of all time. I know. Jay, I you're like... a total idiot, but you're, I love you, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. <laughs> uh, so, I, so my rebuttal for Justin is that um, you're right. They spend a lot of time in world building. The bummer is I think it's – maybe the worst world building in my opinion of all the batmans we see because it is the least stylized so i understand that they're going for a realistic take i totally get that but one of the things we talked about when we talked about gotham and metropolis especially uh, with uh, eric malinsky is that i really value the uh the art um the art deco style of batman when it looks like he's part of this like gothic art deco like dark city that kind of stands out to us because it's different and it's not something we see very often so i love the realistic take on batman i actually really enjoy that but i think they missed a big opportunity to add that to the christian bale trilogy um so they went deep with the world building but i think that they missed some style points that are inherent in a lot of the batman materials that we mm-hmm. see you're making me sad we're not going to talk about keaton and I tim burton <laughs> i know i know because his is awesome because yeah. his is awesome um 
And so, and Sandra, I just, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to sit back. This is going to be a while. Yeah. No, it's not going to be a while. It's going to be one sentence. I don't even remember Adam West as Bruce Wayne. That's how memorable he actually was. Wow. But did you watch it? <laughs> he, I did. He, he didn't drop the mic because these mics are nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I can make a noise like I dropped the mic. So for Bale, I would say absolutely yes, like a fleshed out model. It kind of reminds me of how I play Minecraft and I'm in creative and I build this fantastic world and there's no real like depth or anything interesting to it because I don't interact and... So it kind of reminds me of that work and Jay brought it up about the world building. You have that, but there isn't that that stylized look to to that world. Um, so I'm gonna that's my rebuttal for you. For Affleck, you know, the definition of clickbait is when you give them something interesting and you don't deliver. <laughs> And oh. So oh. I think absolutely those were wonderful <laughs> shots. Yes. It just didn't deliver on what it could have been and the potential. And, and that's what's so disappointing about Batflick is that it could have been something wonderful, but they just missed the mark. Clickbait. Hashtag oh. clickbait. Hashtag. <laughs> I felt that one right, right in the heart. That was yeah. right. The strike right. Uh, the woo. Shoo. That's, uh, that is a rebuttal. So, okay. All right. Well, okay. So, getting the one point in this round is going to be Jay. I like the idea of uh, being stylized um, that, uh, and, and really, you made a point of two shots that were incredible. I remember them. Uh, They are two of the best shots, I think, that have ever been done of Batman. Um, I would have doubled down and, and said they uh, included the fight scene uh, where he saves Martha um, Ooh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, that's but, a great point. But, <laughs> I missed it. Oh, that's I okay. It. That's okay. So I'm like, so that, but the, the solid imagery, solid imagery, and nobody really could rebut that. I mean, they tried, but um, they couldn't. <laughs> um, all right. And so then that means uh, it's down to uh, Sandra and Justin, and I'm going to lean uh, towards Sandra on this one. Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Justin, if you have to use special features as part of your argument. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I felt that burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Good, good but feedback. Good feedback. <laughs> I have to deduct a point for that. Um, <laughs> my my wife would probably agree with that feedback too. So. Um, and, and plus, uh, Sandra's original point that uh, with the Adam West portrayal, we get the probably the most defined uh, Bruce Wayne out of any of the ones that we're talking about today. I think is is solid, and neither one of you really had a good argument for against that. So, and and. and Jay, just because you can't remember it <laughs> doesn't mean it didn't exist. This is true. This is true. <laughs> All right. Sandra's two moments ended with holy Batman yeah. and hashtag clickbait. So true. I think true. she deserves every single oh, one of those Oh, those were points. earned points. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So that means, wow. All right. So we've got a third round. And Jay can start us off. 
And just and just so I'm recapping correctly, maybe you guys can correct me if I have the score wrong, but it sounds like we have Justin two points, Jay one point, Sandra three points. That's correct. Yes. That is correct. Oh, so we're going into the final Did round. Did you count your negative point? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm never counting those points. <laughs> All right. So am I up first? You are up first too. Yes. Okay. So so. I I hate having to defend Batfleck because I think he did such a good job. But let me let me say this: the problem with Affleck's Batman has nothing to do with Ben Affleck. It has nothing to do with him as an actor. Affleck, in each of his the movies that he appears in, he makes those movies better, and he's oftentimes the best parts of those movies. So as much as as much as I have issues with uh, Justice League, and as much as I actually enjoy BVS, I realize that there are big problems uh, with both of those films. But guess what? They have nothing to do with Ben Affleck as Batman. He is fantastic in all of those areas. These are all writer, director, and studio problems. Batfleck improves those films. Bale, West. They don't improve their respective films. They fit into the role uh, that they're supposed to play. They don't improve them. They fit into the roles they're supposed to play. And one could make an argument even about uh, Christian Bale that as soon as we get past um, the best film in that trilogy, basically, Batman is not even the lead character in that film. And it's the best film in that series. So when it comes to Bale versus uh, uh, Affleck versus West... I really strongly feel like Ben Affleck brings the most to those films. He's the best Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. And I think it's a little bit because Ben Affleck is sort of Bruce Wayne in real life <laughs> to a certain extent. Um, but I just feel like, and when, and, and, and when, you know, when Bale tries to sell Bruce Wayne, uh, I just feel like he, he is really trying to act into that role. Um, I think he's much better Batman than he is a Bruce Wayne. But Affleck improved his films. Affleck really improved his films, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Uh, Sandra, you're next. Okay. So I'm going to talk about two things. One, the type of humor that we see in Batman 66 and how we appreciate it today. So going again to Tony Stark and to Star-Lord, the types of behaviors that they exhibit are exactly what we see in Adam West's Batman. We see this billionaire billionaire playboy who is just unabashedly a player. He's just 100% in for it. And there's nothing that he is going to shy away from as far as just owning who he is as Bruce Wayne and that player and that super smart guy. Um, he, he does not shy away from that. Um, again, also to like the Batusi with that, that was an intentional ploy. So him dancing wasn't for the sake of just dancing. Like, um, so for that, we appreciate what Starlord did and it was hilarious, um, but it was all also a scheme. So I think what we see today, we can point back to Batman 66 and say, hey, that was there in, in um, those 120 episodes. And the other point I want to make is Adam West is a legend. So when Christian Bale and when Ben Affleck pass, they aren't going to be remembered as Batman. They're not going to light up LA City Hall um, with the bat signal for them. Adam West is everyone's Batman. Mm. Ooh. 
Wow. All right, Justin. All right. I'm going to take pretty much the exact opposite approach <laughs> that Jay took. <laughs> and I am How going to you, sing the praises of every last person involved in this trilogy. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we have maybe less well-known. I already mentioned his name, Wally Pfister, the director of photography that got the dim lighting and the shadows and the oranges and every single color and texture of that trilogy captured so beautifully. We have Hans Zimmer, who made a, a score and a soundtrack that uh, is so iconic and powerful and uh, makes you feel exactly what's happening. We have a supporting cast that involves Michael Caine, Liam Neeson, Katie Holmes, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Gary Oldman, Cillian Murphy, Morgan Freeman, Heath Ledger, Aaron Eckhart, Tom Hardy, Anne Hathaway, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The, the list goes on and on. Um, and uh, it's been said that a hero can only be as good as his villains are bad. Um, and Christopher ba Christian Bale was faced with one of the greatest villains in cinematic history, Heath Ledger's The Joker, um, winning him uh, the prosthemous... Uh, Best Supporting Actor uh, Academy Award. Um, each of the villains represent some different fundamental element that has to be overcome by Batman or Bruce Wayne, uh, whether it's Ra's al Ghul uh, having to overcome this uh, trust and betrayal issue, um, Scarecrow, just fear, Joker, chaos, Bane, um, just an in unstoppable force. Um, so... Not not to begin my rebuttal early, but uh, unlike the Batfleck, Batfleck argument that we just heard um, that the whole studio uh, writer-director held the movie down, everything about these Christian Bale Batman movies made it better. All right. So, Jay, time to rebut. All right. So when it comes to Sandra's point, uh, <laughs> first, she's still trying to defend the indefensible Batusi. <laughs> so I just want to put that out there. It's already been said. Uh, and I think that you made the comment, Sandra, that Adam West is everyone's Batman. Mm -hmm. He's not my Batman. So <laughs> <laughs> take one off the board. Um, and then Justin. Let's get to Justin here real quick. I agree with Justin. 100%. Everyone else involved in those films <laughs> yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah. They're all fantastic. <laughs> I would l have loved to see all those people with Ben Affleck, and it would have been better. Uh, in fact, I, the really crazy thing about, about Bale, and he's a, he is a fantastic actor. If you look at all the Oscars he's done, he's up for another Oscar this year. He, 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 by the time you listen to this, you'll know if he won it or not, and he has a pretty darn good chance of getting it. But I still think he gets a little lost in these films, mm -hmm. and it's because everyone else around him is awesome, and I'm not sure he's bringing all of his A-game, like Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Whose name begins with an A. <laughs> uh, all right. 
it's my turn, and I already gave away some of my rebuttal, and I, I regret <laughs> that now in hindsight. Um, but uh, for Jay, uh, throwing the studio and the writer and the director under the bus doesn't build an argument. It just excuses some of the weaknesses. Yeah. So, um, And then, Sandra, I don't know how to rebut yours, the, the putting the uh, bat signal on L.A. City Hall that that was a pretty powerful image. So um, I I I think that as an icon, Adam West uh, is something really special. But when we're talking about the character of Batman, I don't think that his portrayal uh, will be as remembered in a generation as uh, some of the ones, even as Batfleck, uh, who could easily be confused with the superior. Batman cowl of uh, Christian Bale. (laughs) (laughs) You salty dog, you. (laughs) All right. So I am just going to say when you have to point to saying, well, it wasn't his fault and it's the studio and it's everyone around him, that's a victim mentality, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I think it just, it's like a shoulda, woulda, coulda. It just didn't, it just, shows that it didn't work um i agree with you justin hans zimmer's score is fantastic it is the one redeeming thing <laughs> um actually in for um batman versus superman it's i love that score as well um and you're absolutely right there was a fantastic cast um but again he got overshadowed by a lot of those big characters ex- especially heath ledger so I think ultimately if we're talking about the films and we can, you know, have a different argument, but if we're talking about the best Batman who got overshadowed and wasn't that they brought him up, it was that he just was not the star. People quote the Joker and that's what they remember. So that's my rebuttal. Yeah. okay first of all you're not making you all are not making it easy by constantly in your rebuttal saying how much you agree with everybody (laughs) Um, we're holding hands too just so you know we're we're still working toward the fight part of nerd fight (laughs) yeah exactly justin gives us a hug after every argument he makes (laughs) oh i'm gonna miss that um (laughs) all right well All right, so I'm I'm uh, going to give the one point to Justin. Uh, yeah, Justin gets a point uh, for um, yeah for that argument. For arguing not for Batman. For <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to slip it in there. I had to do no, it. No, 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 no. It's fair. It's fair. But I'll get to my the reason the rationale behind the other uh, two the uh, yeah my other decision so um, so uh, Sandra gets two yeah um, she gets she gets two points for two reasons that's been a good show Mike talk to you later uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he just hit unfriend on Facebook I saw <laughs> she gets two points for two reasons one because she said uh, she pointed out that. Adam West's iconic, um, you know, for 40, 50 years, uh, he's he's been Batman. He's been known as Batman. I mean, to your point, Jay, even if, uh, even, like, I, when Sandra said he's everyone's Batman, he didn't mean that everybody, like, loves him as Batman. 
He mean that he is the Batman for everyone, the everyman. Mm. At least that's why I took it. Yep. And and I know she's not going to argue because. So, so I had to, and uh, yeah, and also, uh, um, Jay, you know, the 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 argument that you're using for Batfleck, it can also be used for George Clooney. So it just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! But well. the nipples. <laughs> So, so I, I can't, so, I can't give you points for that, man. So, so it's the, it's the Clooney argument. Yeah. So like Ben Affleck, I'll just retreat. <laughs> you, you did shadows. have, you did have the toughest job. You yeah. did have the toughest job. It's true. It's true. But and, I'm glad that I get to listen to the final argument <laughs> and not participate. I'm happy about that. Okay. So now it's down to Justin and Sandra, AKA Bale versus West. Mm. Um, which is going to be a tough fight. Um, and uh, I am going to think of a question. Actually, I think I've got one. Ooh, nice. um, yes, I do have one. Um, and uh, both of you have kind of alluded to it in some of your other arguments, but we're just going to uh, double down on this in particular because a hero um, and an actor is only as good a lot of times as, as the people that are around him. And that a hero is only as good as the villains that he fights. So we're going to base this question on how, um, basically, how each one of them, uh, Bale and West, uh, stack up against the villains that they face uh, as Batman. And uh, the highest scoring person is going to choose whether or not uh, you want to go first or second. So, Sandra, that's you. Is it going to be ladies first or Justin? Let's give it to the gent. Okay. (laughs) All right. So uh, now the question, once again, is how do these respective uh, actors, Bale and West, um, um, face off, uh, uh, add up to their, 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 their villains that they face? Like, how do they, how do they react to that? Which one is the better one? I think that just zooming in on one moment in The Dark Knight, the interrogation room scene between Batman and the Joker is a masterclass in visual storytelling and also a having a complete story arc within a scene. Um, I think that that moment between those two actors at the top of their craft is something that uh, can be studied uh, for acting and directing and all kinds of different things. Um, So just using that as an example, I would say that Christian Bale measures up very nicely to even even, uh, one of the toughest competitions of uh, acting against Heath Ledger. If in that scene we were unable to believe Bale as Batman and believe him as a force, even one that's being challenged, um, I think the rest of the movie would have folded from there. So I think that just using that as a tangible example, uh, it shows that um, Bale can measure up to even the most formidable foe. Um, And uh, Bale's Batman is uh, broken over and over. Uh, He's broken physically by Bane. He's broken psychologically by Scarecrow. Uh, His worldview is broken, uh, maybe even shattered 
by the Joker and Two Face's actions, uh, but he keeps going. And I think it's that character, that actor's perseverance in the midst of that immense opposition and uh, his ultimate overcoming of each Herculean task that makes him not only the hero that we need, but also the one we deserve. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that somewhere before. (laughs) All right, Sandra, what about you? What about uh, Adam West uh, versus the uh, Batman villains of the 60s? Well, I think what we have with Adam West is not just one spectacular villain, but a handful and more um, spectacular villains. So we can look at the Joker and... With Cesar Romero, we have someone who is just a straight-up menace. You know, he he lives up to the name Joker. Um, he isn't as sad and broken as Ledger's Joker. Now, of course, fantastic acting, but Batman does go toe-to-toe with... Adam West's Batman goes toe-to-toe with that Joker, but he also has Burgess Meredith, who I think is a fantastic actor. Um, he's a refined penguin, and he's just plotting and small, and they go toe-to-toe. Um, so that's another fantastic villain. We also have Catwoman, um, and my favorite is Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. She's almost Shakespearean in the way that she communicates in her, her lines. It's almost like she's a Shakespearean actress. Um, she's flirting with Batman. If we think of the time of the 60s, what that meant culturally for an interracial flirting to be happening on camera, even that, um, the statement that's that's made through having Catwoman flirt with Batman, that culturally um, was significant, not to the same degree as, let's say, on Star Trek with her and Kirk, but still, it was saying something for sure. And then we also have the king of horror, Vincent Price, as Egghead, who is always terrifying. So it wasn't just one villain that Batman had to go up against and, you know, an, an amazing villain. It was, a, it was a lot of amazing villains, fantastic actors in their time. Okay. Those are both of your points made. And now it's time to rebut. And uh, Justin... I love the character design of the villains in (laughs) West's Batman. I I was just starting to list them, and I need to go back and watch Egghead because I can't even picture that. But, yeah, the Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin, Catwoman, Egghead. Um, As I recall, I was hardly ever truly worried for Batman. I... Part of it is the era that mm-hmm. we were so sure that good would overcome. And even when we had to tune back in at the same bat time on the same bat channel, <laughs> there, there wasn't a lot of suspense for me. And so I think that uh, Adam West did measure up to those villains, but uh, the the bar wasn't very high the stakes weren't very high Uh, it wasn't very dire um and the i think one of the more frightening moments uh when i think about just physicality and everything is being attacked by a shark 
Um, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> and it's good that he had shark repellent. Um, but and so he measured up against that one as well. Um, but uh, I, I just don't think that there was um, much for him to overcome. All right. All right. Can I get your rebut? Yes. Okay. I have to say I love that you are commending Adam West's Batman by mocking him (laughs) and his villains. Oh, it's a good thing he had repellent. So that was a cool tactic. Um, I will say with Christian Bale's Batman coming up to Heath Ledger's The Joker, that one scene was fantastic. After that, the Joker ran with it, and he was really the highlight of that film, and probably one of the most powerful scenes, aside from that one interrogation scene, is with him in Two-Face. Like That one is pretty nuts, and it's, again, showing the power of Heath Ledger's The Joker, but aside from that, what other villain is there? I mean, that's the one that stands out, but what other villain was significant and... um worthy of Batman's time. <laughs> wow. It. Okay. Wow. Um, I don't envy right. you, Mike. I do not envy you in this. <laughs> 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 um, I think as far as uh, the arguments go, I think I'm going to have to declare... Yes, I'm gonna have to declare the winner, Sandra, on this one. Oh! <laughs> yes. Put the bat symbol. Put the bat symbol over Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, um, um, and it's it's tough. It's really tough. But I, I think the points that she made were um, were were more solid. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, I think that uh, I think that. I think Justin, you could have gone for the jugular, <laughs> and you held back a little bit because uh, even that though... sounds like something I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know, just in my own head, I was thinking, okay, and look, I love them both. I love them all. So uh, this is coming from a place from love. But um, while you could argue, and she, her argument was that you know he had that West had more villains and better villains, defined villains. Um, you could have argued that West acted the same to all of them and didn't mm-hmm. change uh, the scenes depending on which villain he was facing. Um, yeah. And I think that would have sort of just crushed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, with the exception, of course, of Catwoman, because you know that's a different dynamic there. Um, yeah. But uh, so I, I, I thought that you know. But uh, otherwise, I mean, everybody did a tremendous job, and it was very close. So, excellent job, guys. That was fun, Mike. Thank you so much for moderating. Sandra has the trophy, the non-trophy trophy that she <laughs> is now carrying with her, uh, and that means all of us have had a win. Sandra has no losses. I have now two losses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've lost to Justin. I beat Daryl, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I've lost to Sandra and Justin. So there you go. So so Daryl's never won. Uh, no, Daryl beat Scott Nicewander. Oh, I haven't yeah, heard that one. Yeah, okay. you haven't heard that one yet. He beat the uh, Make It Better uh, uh, Aquaman. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Not that Scott didn't have some amazing choices. Like Scott had some really great ideas for that film. But I I, I, I felt like Daryl's story changes were superior. But that's a whole other podcast that you should go listen to. <laughs> uh, so I'm just selling it. Uh, thanks again, Mike. Uh, real quick, let all the listeners know where they can find your stuff. Uh, sure. You can uh, find me at newlegendmike.com or, of course, earthstation1.com. That's it for today's show. Special thanks to Mike Gordon from the ESO Network and the comic Tiki Zombie for joining us. If you want more content from the Story Geeks related to Batman and who's the best Batman, head on over to thestorygeeks.com. This week, you'll find blogs from Ashley and Anthony. And if you head over right now and become a supporter of the Story Geeks for $2 a month or more, you'll unlock access to this week's Aftercast where Mike Gordon will share his thoughts on who the best Batman is. Coming up soon on the Story Geeks podcast, we're digging into an entire season about Marvel, especially the MCU, leading up to and a little bit after Avengers Endgame. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on all that cool MCU content. If you enjoyed today's show or any of the Story Geeks podcast, please share our show with a geek friend or review the Story Geeks podcast on iTunes or do both. We do have to do both. Thanks for listening in. And as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories and always seek the truth. <laughs>